their offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Joe Jacoby and Russ Grimm, the two Hogs that time with the big blocks. John Riggins, the diesel getting warm. Drag up that diesel. Oh, um, oh, um, oh, um. Let's go diesel. Good afternoon and welcome to another 50 Gut Blog Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Williams, and I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Corey and Cliff. Fellas, what's going on? Hanging in there, man. Getting ready for another uh, fun-filled event for the Washington Redskins come Sunday in Seattle, I'll say. I don't know. Well, I should have excluded the word fun because uh, this might get ugly. Hey, man, I'm not tripping. It's an NBA Wednesday. I can't complain. <laughs> I'll worry about Sunday afternoon when it gets here. Like, we know how much you love hoops, Cliff. We know. I, I love know. the NBA, man. We know. And no. I just I plan on making sure that by 425 on Sunday that I don't even care what the score is by that time. So that's my way of dealing with Sunday's upcoming events. Basically, your BFF on Sunday will be Mr. Henny Hendock. It might be. It might be. I think this is one of those games that I, I have so little confidence as I might just go out in public and watch it. <laughs> right. I'll put it like that. God, no, crap. I love watching the rest of these games in the confines of my own house. So I don't have to deal with any obnoxious fans. But, hey, I might as well go check out this 40-10 slacking at the bar. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Already Seriously. gave the, the people a prediction of 40 <laughs> Hey. Slacking. <laughs> Shall- Hey, I said this in the podcast where we're picking the games earlier in the season. I said this is the one game where I just don't see it. One, two, it's going to be a type of situation where it just snowballs, where you're just down, you're down 17 after the first quarter and it just gets ugly. And this makeshift offensive line is not giving me no confidence that they're going to protect Cousins and keep them from doing things stupid. So it's, it's going to be a 40 burger to something very small. So. But hey, I mean, the proof me wrong. I don't know. You guys know how I feel about Seattle. Um, I gotta agree with you. This might get pretty ugly. We're not giving up forty points. Guys. I'm not. Calm I, down. I, I'm, I'm not gonna go with the forty. Forty. But we might not. I'm not. I'll save it for the prediction. I'll save it. It's possible that between us doing this podcast on Wednesday night and Sunday, that more people will be hurt because this injury list is pretty damn ridiculous. Uh. 21 players were on mm. the injury list today. 21. That's literally half a player short of 53. That's half of your team. Jeez. People on the injury report today were Breland, Brown, Clemmings, Compton, Crowder, Everett, Ionitis, Kelly, Kerrigan, Luval, Long, Moses, Nicholson, Norman, and Shecky, Paul, Pryor, Reed, Sheriff, Spate, and Williams. And that doesn't even count the people who are out for the season, like Jonathan Allen. I hey guys, have you ever seen anything like this before? I know for damn sure I haven't. Absolutely not, man. I mean, they were talking about. I actually seen Brian Mitchell speaking on it because you remember we had the year of the body bag game versus the Eagles, and he, B. Mitch even said this: "What's going on right now with this roster and these injuries left and right?" <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't remember a time where we've had this many injuries. I mean, it's football. You get nicked up, you get bumps and bruises, but. You just named almost 22 players, which is basically 11 and 11. That's almost offense and a defense. Right. <laughs> that means you're playing – you're going to be playing on Sunday. Man. I mean, literally half your team will be backups. And hmm. there will be some players who probably met on the plane ride to Seattle. Like, hey, aren't you the new right tackle? Yeah, I am. Nice to meet you. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. Cousins can get under center. He's going to look to his left and look to his right, and he's not going to see one offensive lineman he recognized outside of maybe Morgan Moses. Well, he can look to his left, look to his right all he wants. We know what he's going to do. Is he going to check down left? He's going to check down right. Oh, if you thought that check down Charlie was bad on Sunday, <laughs> check down Charlie is going to be Admiral check down after no, he's Sunday. Not. He's been doing this the same thing he's been doing all year. The funny yeah. thing about Sunday, Sunday was that this is the same way he played all season. Mm. Liner, O line being healthy or not, so whatever. Mm. Excuse me, mm. kiss my black ass, <laughs> straight up. I'm gonna get Cliff. Cliff, I got to give you a Mike Breen bang. Like it'd be one thing <laughs> if we were out here throwing the ball down the field. We're not. 
So what's really changed? It's nothing. Oh, oh our screen game. That's basically, so basically, we can't run our screen game. Mm-hmm. And if you're out here run, relying on your screen game, what the hell are we, Oregon? Yep. <laughs> Pac-12's finest. Oh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. And um, I don't know. You see the tide sore starting to change because you had a lot of people who were supporting Cousins and, and you know, the Kirk Hive. They're never going to back down. They're always going to support their guy no matter what. Uh, you see it this week. You see a lot of people starting to turn on Cousins. I, at least that's something that I've noticed. Is it something that you guys have noticed too? No, I've been getting a lot of hate mail from the Kirk Hive, text messages, tweets. They're, they're still in full force for me. Well, you're talking about Walm Radio. I mean, those guys are going to be with them until the day they die. Wait, who t- who's turning on them? I don't know. There's some. I have some followers, and I have some guys that I follow who are staunch Kirk supporters. I just see the tights and the turn. They're like, this guy is not doing enough. He's checking down too much. He's missing reads. He's not going downfield. Yeah, well, I'm like, no you must listen to the pod. But this is what we've been saying all along, and everyone thought it was hating. Of it's course, we hating. have. But we, that's what we said. We aren't hating. We're just spitting facts. We keep it hundred on this podcast. If you don't like what we have to say, Funny. maybe this you can watch the tape. This literally reminds me of something else that's going on. Hmm. Another. Well, I won't. I won't even get like. What you, oh, so now you're just realizing. Right. We've been telling you this for how long? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When right. your running back leads your team in receiving yards, there's something wrong. Period. I don't give a damn if the back is Marshall Falk. Mm-hmm. There's no reason your receiver, your leading receiver, should be your wide, your running back who's playing like half the snaps of everybody else. I don't know if he's still leading the league in yak, but. I'm pretty certain as of two weeks ago, Chris Thompson was leading the lead in yards after catch. I mean, that's absolutely absurd. Yeah. That's, that tells you right there. Not only does he get every check down, he's basically getting every target possible, which basically means your quarterback is not looking downfield. He's not looking downfield. It, it, he's not even the, – the guise of him even going downfield is non-existent. Like, teams don't care if you spread them out. They don't care if you walk out there with – Reed, Crowder, Pryor, Doxson, Thompson. They know Thompson is going in the flat and he's getting the ball. They, they mm-hmm. are certain of it. Every single time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a fun way to watch a football game because, especially against a defense like Seattle's, which is going to be fast and furious, you know damn well they have some scheme for Cousins. They have some mm-hmm. ready for Cousins. They're not going to let that check down happen play after play. They're going to dare you to throw the ball downfield. And I, I don't know. I mean, Earl Thomas is not going to play on Sunday or is looking like he's not going to play on Sunday. So at least you have probably their best defensive player out of the lineup. But that being said, you couldn't pick on Byron Jones and Jeff Heath last week. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do it against mm-hmm. Earl Thomas's backup and Cam Chancellor mm-hmm. and Richard for, Sherman. For a moment, I got a little excited when I saw Earl was out. I was like, oh, maybe we might go downfield. Never mind. No, 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 it's, no. It, it's irrelevant. And at this point, it's like, do even want him going downfield because he's so unsure of himself when he throws that ball anywhere past the yellow line stripe on the field. Anytime he goes downfield, he's got to be thinking in his head, oh, man, I'm out of my comfort zone. This is not what I could do. And he's going to throw, throw some ducks. I was watching the game from Sunday again this past uh, hour before we got on the podcast, and I threw the one play. He threw the ball downfield to Crowder on that long game, and it was a duck. Thank God he was wide open. Could have been seven. There was, no, there was pressure on that play. I mean, there was pressure on the play. That was a good throw. I mean, it was an accurate throw, but it was a duck. Like, he didn't have no – there was no zip on the ball. It wasn't a tight spiral. It was just kind of fluttered out there. And if he didn't beat whoever he beat pretty soundly on that play, Crowder, it might have been picked. And he thought well, he sucked. Wait, wait. Well, if he didn't beat him cleanly, he wouldn't have thrown him the ball anyways. Well, that's true too. But even the one that Dotson, just, just to speak of the down-the-field passes – that was a shitty pass. I mean, Dotson did a hell of an acting job, but yeah, that was all hope. That was hope. He because yeah. he, he basically decided he was going to throw the ball to Dotson before they got broke the huddle. Basically, I'm throwing this ball up there. Whatever. I'm. I can't. We can't spend our podcast talking about that guy every week. Right. Let's get to the game before I have to start <laughs> saying well, no. terrible things. Let's kind of stay. Him. Let's kind of stay on that theme because I want to talk about. The Redskins offense versus the Seattle Seahawks defense. Obviously, they are mm. one of, they are a generational type talent defense. They're not as good as they were in 2011 and 2012 and 2013, but they're still a top five, top three type of defense. And you're going to their mm. house 
a place okay. where yes, a absolutely. place where they're a top it, five defense to me, absolutely, hundred percent. Of course, they are to you. You, they are your Bama. <laughs> you hey, they fly around, they're physical, and they get to the football. I think you've given them a reputation that might no longer precede them. Maybe, maybe. I but mean, they're still they're still good enough to beat Kirk's ass. Absolutely, but that's not like what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you, Cliff. The performance that the Seahawks had on Sunday versus the Texans and what Watson did, I can honestly say I've never seen anybody do that to them. So obviously they're not as strong as they were, like Paul said, 2012, 2013. But yeah, yeah. but that, that the offense they ran on Sunday. Sorry, I mean mm-hmm. cut you off. The offense they ran on Sunday was something they hadn't really shown a lot. And it kind of reminded me of when Griffin went on there in that mm-hmm. playoff game in 2012 and had an offense that they weren't ready to see, but we don't run that offense. Okay. Offense, you're not ready to see give 40 points. Guys, guys, listen. But, but you're saying right. that, like, Watson isn't good. Well, let's – I'm not even going to get into Watson, talk. I don't really want to get into that right now. I He's about to, to be a star, Cliff. Yeah, star. You'll we'll come around. We'll see. We'll You'll see. You'll come around. It's not that I haven't come around. It's just I, I don't like this rush to this crown. He, he hasn't even played a full season yet. Can I see some football games before I start saying people are stars? Look, that defense isn't as good as it used to be. That's just the real. Well, no. You, no take all Thomas, you, take all, you take Earl Thomas off the field, and now you really aren't as good as you used to be. No doubt. That's all I'm saying. I mean, they were all-time great back in 2012, 2013, those years. I mean, obviously, they're older. I mean, football years, they're a lot slower, but you line up. They're going to be aggressive, and they're attacking you on every single play. Yeah. They don't take no plays off. They get to the football, and it's very rare you see them blow a coverage or miss an assignment. Like, they just play sound defense. Bobby Wagner, most notably. I agree. And like I said, I mean, that crowd noise, I mean, he's never played in a place like that. It's going to be the loudest game he's played in this year, maybe next to Kansas City, which, you know, maybe he can handle it. But can the four new guys playing off the line handle that kind of crowd noise? There's, Like I said, these guys probably met at lunch on Friday. They're, they're not going <laughs> to Again, it's just, I it's don't tough. even I don't even care about any of that anymore. Because if you're not going to score more than twenty points, then I don't care where you played this game. See, this is my whole point, Paul. We can talk about O lines, crowd noise. We could play them on a neutral field. <laughs> if we're not going to score twenty plus, then what's it matter? Well, well. <sighs> Well, what can we do? How can we score 20-plus? I mean, get, besides the obvious of Cousins going downfield and being more efficient, what else can this offense do to get that's some points a, on the board on That's Sunday? the thing, though, Paul. You say it's obvious, but we don't do it. So, clearly, it's not that obvious to the quarterback. I mean, we could come up with all these ways that we could potentially move the ball. I mean, you could run, have ground control, run it, try to milk the clock. But in the end, you got to score points, kind of like Cliff said. If we're just not attempting to go downfield, if we're not willing to take any shots, try to get quick scores, if we think we're going to drive the ball for 12 to 15 plays on Seattle, it's going to be a long Sunday. You got to take shots, whether it's the Dotson, Pryor, Crowder, bring Maurice Harris off practice squad. Somebody, Kirk needs to throw the ball downfield, man. Hey, the hashtag free Maurice Harris is making his way on Twitter, and I cannot be more happy about that. I know how much you guys think I cape for Maurice Harris, but he needs 100%. to play. He needs, he needs to, to play. play. Please. But, yeah, because we're, and, we're and, a Maurice Harris short from having good offense. Let me ask you this, because it's something that me and you fought about, Cliff, going into the season. You said the team had to keep Brian Quick. Had to. Now, mm-hmm. he's not playing. Did I say had to or I said they were going to? You said no. You said they had to because they, they couldn't trust Robert Davis or Maurice Harris as their fourth wide receiver. Now, yeah, he's not playing. He's not when playing. I say they He's not trust. playing on teams either. Why is he here? Hold on. I just want to clarify something. When I say they can't, they don't trust him, that doesn't mean I don't. I'm saying <laughs> they, the team doesn't. So why aren't they playing Maurice Harris? Clearly don't think he's that good. And if he was that good, would he still be on practice squad? No, I'll rest my case. It's a great question. He's there no. for the whole league to sign. No one's signing him. Okay, but I mean... I- why can't he play really? here? Because the guys we have on the outside ain't doing shit. And I know you're no, no. saying you're gonna They're say they ain't giving the ball. No. Are they getting targets? Well. Say not. it again, Cliff. Are they getting targets? Nope. If if I, he was getting targets, would you trust him? Let me tell you ball? people something. It's every year with you people. Mac Brown. It's always somebody. Oh, why isn't that guy playing? Because the guy probably isn't good. 
<laughs> Tell me how many times a team, a team has had a player that was not playing at all, practice squad, inactive, cut routinely, who actually was good. These people know what they're doing when it comes to that. You ain't good, probably. That's let me ask you. Let me ask playing. you a question. Let me ask you a question. So let's just let's just make an analogy here. Let's say let's let's take the Philly. Let's say that Torrey Smith, who isn't playing well, hasn't played well all season, but he's your number two receiver. And you say that oh, you could play somebody like Mac Hollins, but nobody, but he obviously isn't that good. But what the hell does it hurt? What does it hurt? Mac, Mac Hollins plays in the slot, doesn't he? Isn't he a rookie? Mm-hmm. He's a rookie, yeah, but he can play. I don't think he plays in the slot. I think he's an outside receiver, but I, I could be wrong about that. He's a rookie, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. a local kid. So they saw him, they liked him, right? Didn't they draft him? Mm-hmm. They did. Was it Maurice Hart? Yes, he was a college free agent, right? Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. He played last year. Didn't really do that much, especially not enough to be warranting people saying free Maurice Harris. <laughs> it is trending on Twitter. Like, are you people <laughs> serious right now? Oh, Redskins Nation. <sighs> You're the same people that were mad when Cousins was throwing him the ball in week 17. Now you want him freed? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. 100%. Yes. Hey, I, I hear what you're saying. He probably isn't good enough to get any kind of Twitter buzz like Free Morris Harris. But at the same time, your boy Terrell Pryor hasn't done anything for this team. I'm gonna say it again. What he is hasn't done anything from snaps. The guy caught a 50 yard touchdown pass. Have they see? Hey, that's just, that's what's crazy here. Okay, is Pryor playing the greatest football? No, he's not. No, he acknowledges that himself. I know where you're taking this, though, Cliff. But you people can't come out here tell mm-hmm. me the guy's going to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. He dropped some passes. Now you want him off the team? I don't mm-hmm. want him off the team. No, I'm not, not talking you, about not you. No. People are like, well, he should be inactive. Mm-hmm. Where's Maurice Harris at? Oh, Maurice Harris is better than Terrell Pryor? No. Is that really what we're saying, people? No, we're not going to do that. Knock it off. <laughs> like, guys, you people tell me about Mac Brown all the damn time. Where's Mac Brown at? Not here. Man, I, I saw, saw, I saw don't something. do this all the time. Speaking of Pryor, though, Cliff, I saw something today. They said he, uh, he's actually been dealing with a foot injury. And Pryor, I'm not surprised I- to hear that. Yeah, and Pryor said that actually the reduced – I mean, I'm not going to help – it sounds like an excuse, but Pryor kind of said the reduced playing time the last couple of weeks allowed his foot to heal. So I don't know how much we should read into that, but maybe I'm, it's possible he wasn't healthy. I don't I'm know. not surprised he's not healthy. Yeah. But I'm just not going to be out here like – Caping for Maurice Harris. You need to sit down. We're going to put Maurice Harris in. Wait, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Man, whoa, please. Whoa. First off, ain't nobody putting no cape on from his Harris. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Not you, Paul. That, that, about, I'm, second off, I'm not Twitter saying folks. he should start for Troll Pryor, but what the hell is it going to hurt to have him active on a game day when someone who is active on game days, Brian Quick, does nothing? So basically you want Maurice Harris to, go, to just do what Brian Quick does. And stand there. Uh, I, I see how this podcast is going to go. It's going to be Corey and Cliff against Paul. I see. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Y'all being real uh, assholes right now. You're the victim, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, do you want him playing for? That's a real question, though, Paul. Who who are you going to sit if you bring up Maurice? Or you, oh, never mind. You said quick. I take that back. You no, said, no. Who's he going to play? I'm talking about snaps. He's I, ain't not, talking about, I ain't talking about holding his helmet on the sideline. He's not getting no snaps over Dotson, who with really his, gets with, targets. With his baggy sleeves, baggy long sleeves he always has on. <laughs> with that 13. He's not uh, going to play. No, he's not. I'm just saying, we do this all the time, our fans. They want, it's just some new great, great hope. Mm-hmm. Maurice Harris. Man, please. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I'm telling Maurice. <laughs> Tell him. Tell Maurice. Maurice Harris. <laughs> mad disrespectful. Anyway, it doesn't even matter. You so, ain't throwing a ball to Josh Doxon, but you don't throw, you throw to Maurice Harris. <laughs> right. Hey, I'll throw it to whoever's going to catch the ball. I'm talking about Kirk. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, if they put Maurice Harris on that field and he gets eight targets, I won't <laughs> watch another game this season. <laughs> I'm keeping it that real. If that guy's active uh, on Sunday and he gets eight targets, I'm done with the season. Yo, if I see Maurice Harris get eight targets, <laughs> Paul, you might have removed me from your house. Dog, 
he might go ahead and fuck around and get <laughs> get what six for ninety two and a touch. Shit. One, eight <laughs> targets, eight one for, for thirty, <laughs> one for fifteen. You hear his pass is intended for Maurice Harris again. Sherman glued to him. That's all. <laughs> you know we'll have like Sam Rosen or somebody like that calling the game oh, too, right? But you know they actually said we're one of the. Uh, we're one of the top games of the week. I don't know how that's possible. Oh dear, because we are gonna get, <laughs> we get Troy. Are we gonna get Troy again? I'll save it for predictions. I hope not. We get we, Troy again. We shouldn't get Troy because Dallas plays Kansas City. If that's on Fox, so hopefully we get, don't get Troy. We'll probably going, get Moose. Oh no! It's, yeah, it would be a no. They're in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's gonna be on CBS, right? Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. right. I mean, it's Romo. Romo gonna be salty in that booth. Boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all gave my job to Dak Prescott, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, you know how we can score on the Seahawks? Big plays. They play the Titans. Titans had big plays, right? Shard Matthews, 55-yard touchdown. They had a long run by DeMarco Murray. How did the Texans score? Big plays. You know what we don't get? Big, big plays. Game over. Plain and simple. Just how this whole segment started. Paul said, you know, of course we're going to say go downfield. But again, if you don't go downfield, you can't get big plays. If you don't go downfield, you can't get a pass interference for 50, 60 yards, short field. So either you do it or you'll, you'll get blown out. Because we're not driving 15. <laughs> we're not driving 15 plays, 70 yards on Seattle. It is I, not happening. I think happening. we'll drive 10 plays for 40 yards on a field goal. Yeah, we're not. That's, our, that's a staple in our offense. 100%. How is this offensive line that's featuring four guys that were driving UPS trucks last week going to hold up against this defensive line? Michael Bennett, Jaron Reed, Sheldon Richardson, Frank Clark. I didn't even mention Dwight Free. I mean, these are guys who are going to eat this O-line up. They're going to tear them apart. So they're going to eat. They will eat. You need to take shots. Mm -hmm. Oh, so don't show up for the game. If you can't pass protect and now you can't run block because our O-line's so bad, then why are we even going to the game? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. As a matter sure. of fact, I, I'm, as a matter of fact, just punt the ball every time they give us the ball. Second down, punt team, get ready. Yeah, I, I'm sure that TJ Clemmings is looking forward to dra- uh, blocking Listen, Frank Clark on the seven step drop. The situation is what it is, and we can be like, "Well, have you ever seen this?" I guarantee you, there are teams in this league in the last couple of years that had a lot of injuries. We aren't the first team with a lot of injuries. You know, we're the first team to have. We're, we are. The, this is the first time in our time in the last few years where we had good players injured. Mm-hmm. We have had injury problems here. Those guys have generally stunk. Yep. We're not used to good players being injured. So we need to stop with the freaking excuses. That I oh, I'm not making it. excuses. No, but no, I'm not talking about you, Paul. I'm not talking about you, Paul. It's okay. I'm not talking about you. Sorry, I I'm feel like saying... I'm being attacked today. Sorry, I'm being defensive. No. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had a rough day at work, man. I ain't talking. I'm saying in general. That's all I keep hearing. Well, the old line. Well, this guy's. It's like, yo, they got to play the game on Sunday. You want to make the playoffs or no? Mm-hmm. Other teams have had good players injured. I've seen mm-hmm. Packers teams that had no one every week. Like, I've seen Packers teams go out there with no Jordy, no Randall Cobb, no like the ninth and tenth corner. Shit, the game that the Cousins gets praised about the most. That team had their tenth corners out there. Mm-hmm. You hear anybody saying, talking about that when they talk about how great he was that night? Nope. No. Because nobody, in the end, if you have injuries, nobody cares, man. Nope. T.J. Yeah. Clemens is going to be out there. Oh, well, you need to win the game. Mm-hmm. That's sure. why that crap where Gruden shook his hand after. It's like, what is this? You might as, yes, might as well just cancel all season if we're going to be getting pats on the back for losing by 14 points at home to your biggest rival. Mm-hmm. Checkmate. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And um, uh, their defense obviously is very good, but um, the Legion of Boom, this, this secondary is kind of banged up. Like I mentioned, Earl Thomas is going to be out. Jeremy Lane just got traded to the Texans. So that means their cornerbacks, their starting three cornerbacks are going to be Richard Sherman, obviously. Somebody named Shaq Griffin and somebody named Nico Thorpe. These are their cornerbacks. Well, before you continue, Jeremy Lane actually, Lane actually failed his physical and is back in yeah, Seattle. He's back. He's back in Seattle. Is that so? so? He, oh, but he yeah, won't be. Right. He won't. It's okay. But he won't be out there Sunday. Regardless, like you said, the Legion of Boom is still not the same. It's not what it once was. And. The kid that plays right corner, Shaquille Griffin, gets exposed weekly. I mean, there's no way that Gruden Cousins is not sitting in the film room and seeing this guy get torched down the field. 
So if you take a shot down the field, there's a chance you might hit on something. Just a thought. They got to do something. They got I, I, they got to look at the past few weeks since the Eagles game, like Cliff said, and just say, hey, what we've been doing, Kirk, is just not going to work. It's not going to work this Sunday, Thursday, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They got to scheme something up different. Just going downfield or some trick plays or something, but you got to put points on the board, especially in Seattle, because you know the Russ is going to ball. I'm not saying that Kirk needs to go toe toe to Russ, but you got to do something to keep no, the game close. No, or- literally, he has to. If you look at the games that the Texas, the Seahawks have lost, they lost to Ro- what's it, Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. Mariota, and they almost lost on Sunday. You want to be a good defense? Your quarterback needs to play well, man. Mm-hmm. Not okay. He doesn't need to be average. Now he needs to play well. It's not even going toe to toe to Russell. Can you play well in a game for us? Because well, he's not going toe to toe with Russell anyway. We're going to throw that out the window. And I'm talking about like play well in a game where we need you to play. Well. Oh no, like, that's I hear you. I'm, I'm not, no, I'm, 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 I'm saying in general, like I'm talking about playing well in a game where literally we need you to play well or we lose. Kind of like last the, week. The games where Kirk has played well are games that we were going, but we had well in hand usually. Mm-hmm. That's about play well in a game where it's like you don't play well, we lose the game. Mm-hmm. Last week, the, the Texas defense, the, sorry, the Seahawks defense did not play well. They came out there, they were down two touchdowns early. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that happen to them. What happened? Their quarterback balled his ass off because mm-hmm. that's what Russell Wilson does. Anytime the Seahawks need Russell Wilson to step up, he steps up. Every and time. At, and look at Russell's old line about that. Right. Right. Do you hear him make excuses? Mm-hmm. No. How about, like, I'm tired of hearing about these damn injuries. They're mm-hmm. a lot. It sucks. Your quarterback's not injured. Nope. He's supposed to be the guy who's supposed to take you to places. Then I don't want to hear about injuries. You need wins. Mm-hmm. Or this season's gonna be is gonna get away from you and it's gonna be over quickly by Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you're right about that. And people are looking to that Giants game like that's where we can start our run. I, when I say people, I mean me. But if you <laughs> if you get to Thanksgiving, you're already three and seven, then your season's already over. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we do have one thing going for us on Sunday. If I can't even call it one thing. Is we don't really lose in Seattle, especially not in the regular season. We haven't lost there in a while. Can you guys tell me who the quarterbacks on the day was that last time we beat the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle? Or oh, lost Rex Rex I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The last time we lost to Seattle in Seattle, tell me who the last quarterbacks were. This is non-playoff game, right? Non-playoff games. We haven't lost to Seattle in a regular season game four straight. We beat them four straight there in not playoff games, obviously. Who were the quarterbacks there. in the last time we went up there and took an L? Wow. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. That's a good one. Damn. Y'all, y'all, y'all need a hint? Y'all need a hint? No, Hell don't yeah. give me. Not yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet. We're <laughs> supposed to sit here silent. Okay, give me a hint. Give me a hint. <laughs> give me a hint, Paul. Give me a hint. It predates Snyder. Mark Rippon. Yeah, I guess both. But Rippin's not right. But Rippin's not right though. Either way, so. Oh. Um, John Freeze. Cliff, can adventure can, guess? Let me get. Uh, can I get? I think, can I get I, Gus Farad? I picked Freeze as one of those off years when we just had Freeze in there, and it was just a shitty season. <laughs> Farad. Trent Green. Are you are you looking this up, Paul? Is it Farad or no? No, it's not Farad. Trent Trent Green is one. Trent Green is the hey! Redskins quarterback. The last time the Redskins won in C- or lost in Seattle, mm. but who did he go against? Who did he go against? It was know, it was nineteen it was nineteen ninety eight. My ninety eight. Um, I'm I'm gonna say it, and you're gonna be so blown that you didn't guess it. <laughs> Tell me. All right, here's the hint. You'll get it after this. Deshaun Watson, the quarterback who lost in Seattle this past Sunday, mm-hmm. wore his jersey to pregames the oh, week before. Moon. Oh, there you go. Damn, Trent moon. Green, Warren Moon. Mm. This is on September twentieth, nineteen ninety-eight, almost twenty years ago. Mm. Let me tell you about that day a little bit, because <laughs> no, because Seattle was three and zero, and we were zero and three. I'm sorry, not three and zero, zero and three. Yeah, three and zero and zero and three. 
Oh, shocker. Yeah. Shock. Remember, that's the year we started 0-7. Mm. Oh, what is – oh, yeah. That, that year. Oh, oh, yeah, that time we started 0-7. So, Warren Moon only had 144 passing yards that day. Trent Green almost had damn near 400, had 383. You know who killed us that day? Richard I remember Waters. the panels like yesterday. I kind of remember this game. Chris Warren? No. Ricky, Ricky Waters. Waters and Amon yeah. Green. Ricky Waters. Waters. I said Ricky Waters first, and then I said, well – Listen, how many backs have killed this man? <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Tiki, oh. Emmett, Brian Westbrook. The, the list goes on, Cliff. Charlie Please, Garner. You're going to make me have nightmares tonight. Please. You act like we don't get dogged by running backs named Troy Hambrick, too. So, Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> we, get dogged uh, Rick, by, we, Rick, we don't want no parts of Julius Jones. Ricky, Ricky, Wa- Ricky Waters killed us when he was on the Eagles as well. Killed us when he's with the Niners? Yeah. So. Yeah, the backs kill us, man. Troy yeah. Hamburg was the 36 to nothing game, right, Paul? Yeah. Gosh. What an embarrassing, <sighs> what an embarrassing display that was. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to this game. Let's talk about the Redskins' defense going against the Seattle offense. And Here's another interesting stat from this past weekend. The Seahawks amassed 488 yards of total offense last mm-hmm. week. Russell Wilson, with his legs and th- with his arm, accounted for every yard but three. <laughs> every yard but three of that 488. That's incredible. It is ridiculous. He, I mean, I'm not even going to bring up the fact. That, well, I'll bring, I will bring it up. We should have drafted him. I know that we should. We tried. No, we I thought about this, this, thought about this can't, today. And I'm, we can't, I'm we can't have that revision history. I'm a, open a can of worms here. Can you imagine what this team would be like right now if we had never traded for RG3 and just drafted Russell Westbrook Wait, what? at six? No, Russell Wilson at, at no. six. You should be saying, could you imagine this team would be like if you had drafted a quarterback that you traded for number two and just not drafted a quarterback after that? Mm, good point. That, that was the bigger problem. Like, who does that? Why was there another quarterback drafted? Who the hell dra- trades up for a quarterback at number two and then drafts one at number four and has a plan to draft one regardless? Well, well we know the answer to that. We know the answer to that. Drafting RG3 was Daniel Snyder's explicit instructions. Draft him at two. I'm trading up. I'm taking him at two. You know that Shanahan never wanted him. He never yeah. wanted him. So he was like, you know what? Okay, I'll draft your guy, but I'm taking my guy in the fourth round. He should have been, should've been fired. Mm-hmm. He should have been fired. We wouldn't have, I'm not even going to go there. Listen, if you're going to be making these kind of major decisions for a quarterback, everybody's got to be on board. Mm-hmm. Everybody wasn't on board. It was, it was the damn head coach who wasn't on yeah, like, come on, man. So I'm, I'm not even going to go there. How mad do you think Dan was when he found that he drafted Cousins in the fourth? <laughs> I mean, even when Probably we – I, I don't remember where we were at that day, but even when we took Cousins, nothing against Cousins. Oh, it doesn't like, matter. We, were still, we, we were still in RG3 uh, mania. We didn't even yeah. talk about Cousins then. We just no, know we had Griff. They, when they took Kirk, I, was I said, like, I said man, I gambled a lot on Kirk against Kirk and for Kirk in college, <laughs> and don't have to worry about that guy. He's never going to be effective. Jeez, Corey, here we are. Corey, you'll back me up on this because I know you. Because I used to say it all the time before we traded up to number two, who did I always say we should have drafted later in that draft? Who Russell? No, Kirk. I oh, said, you said Kirk. I said we should we should draft Kirk. I said let's draft Kirk in the fourth. I, but this before this is when we were still at six. Yeah. We weren't going to trade it for RG three. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like let's draft Kirk because we were just desperate Ooh. for a quarterback. Jeez. You must not have watched Kirk at Michigan State. Oh, you know you, I did. You would not have been so positive about that one. I there. mean, we were I think the one play that sticks in my mind from college of mm. Kirk's was the Hail Mary win against who Wisconsin. was it? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep. Yep. That was against Russell, right? Yep. Yep. Sure was. I had money on that game. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kirk yeah. wasn't that good in college. He wasn't. Put it like that. Uh, he's the same guy he is now. He, I saw all that at Michigan yeah, State. The, the only difference now is he doesn't he, – he used to take dumbass chances all the time, and he did that when he first got here. Now he literally takes none. Gosh. So that's why he looks like he's grown so much. But mm-hmm. no, all he does now is just take no chances. Mm-hmm. He used to just be stupid with yep. mistakes before. Just throwing it. And he was yeah. like that when he first got here. And he was yeah. like that. He's – Second, his first year starting for the most part. Right now, he just doesn't take any risk. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's 
both are bad. Both are he's basically turned into Alex Smith without any legs. Hey man, he's at least Ale- but, but you know what Alex Smith does? That might Cliff. That's kind of an insult, to Alex Smith, because at least he gives I his said with receivers no legs. a chance. I said with no legs. Okay, I'm just saying with yeah. Alex Smith, at least he gives Tyreek an opportunity to go right, make a play, right? But this brings me on to some another point before we get to defense first, right? The, uh, <laughs> look, Alex Smith is playing a certain way now that he wasn't playing the last couple of years. Because I like of someone it. behind him mm-hmm. that it, his job is on the line. Actually, you can say we let you like it, but he's literally clearly doing this because his job is at stake. Mm-hmm. I sort of get the impression that this is the same issue with Kirk Cousins. That his job is incredibly safe. He's playing for his contract. He's not taking any risk. I don't want that person as my quarterback, but whatever. It, if anything, this to me tells me, because they brought in Patrick Mahomes and Alex Smith all of a sudden is throwing the ball downfield mm-hmm. when he never throws the ball downfield, <laughs> which leads me to the quarterback we're facing, who was one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, number yep. two in air yards. He throws the ball downfield. A lot that game. Whenever he, whenever he gets a chance. That's my kind of quarterback, man. Like this, I hate this league where everybody just throws two yard passes and we tell people how great your completion percentage is. I hate it. The worst. Mike Glennon can have a high completion completion percentage in the NFL right now. Russell um, has Russell. Not to cut y'all clip, but Russell has fifteen touchdowns, four interceptions, completion percentage of sixty four percent. He's already thrown over two thousand and eight yards. Mind you, he's been sacked 16 times behind that shit O-line. Oh, no. His O-line is worse than Kirk's. That's, Absolutely. That's, it's, and it has been for years. Yeah. He's number, playmaker. Playmaker. He's number two. He's number two in air yards. Mm. Number five in pass attempt. Like this is distance per pass attempt. Kirk Cousins, 23 in air yards, which is the, the, the distance the ball travels mm. before the receiver catches it. Mm-hmm. And pass attempt distance, 25th. Mm-hmm. I need a quarterback who's going to be out here trying to make throws, man. Because are you trying to win the game or not? Russell's trying to win the game. Kirk's trying not to lose it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see it on Sunday, that first time we think we got Russell tackled. Mm-hmm. And he throws the ball down the field. Uh-huh. That's something that Carson Wentz, you see with Wentz as well, as much as I've knocked Wentz. Wentz is trying to win the game. Yep. I'm glad you brought up once because I was just going to make a point that I made a few podcasts back when I said Kirk is oatmeal and Wentz is the bacon and eggs. <laughs> no, I'm being serious because when you watch them individually, you think they're comparable. And nobody's going to put Kirk in the same conversation as Russ. But when you see no. him play head to head, you just the glaring weaknesses in Kirk's game just get accentuated. You're going to see it on Sunday because Russ is going to go out there and throw darts, just going downfield, making plays with his legs, doing the most. And you're going to watch Kirk on third and 13 throw six yards to Ryan Grant and be like, what? Mm-hmm. See, and, and listen, Russ has his bad games. I've seen them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And my thing is, I am okay with you having your rough game or two because, I mean, there's only a certain number of guys who rarely have rough games. If you're out here trying to make plays to help us win, mm-hmm. instead of like 38 Oh, I throw a four-yard pass to Ryan Grant, and I just take my helmet off and jog to the sideline. Mm-hmm. Did my job with punting? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. I think that's the difference, man. Like playmaker, see, man. You're gonna see Russ out there, if especially come crunch time, making plays. Man. Try to take the that game guy, into his. That hands, guy listen. has been like that since I seen him at NC State mm-hmm. when he was playing on a garbage team at mm-hmm. NC State. Took Wisconsin to the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah. Carried it, that terrible NC State team on his back as a freshman. They had nothing else out there. Russ is out there just making things happen. Playmaker. So, yeah. Russ is a tall task, man. Doug Baldwin, Paul Richardson, Tyler Lockett, Jimmy Graham. It's going to be tough. And I'm not – well, speaking of those those uh, weapons that Russell has, and I'm not even trying to knock those guys, but those are – it's not like they're the greatest group of weapons in the league. Hey, don't I, I don't let Doug Baldwin hear you say that. No. Nah, <laughs> like I said, I'm not knocking Doug Baldwin, but I tell you one thing. If, uh, if Russell Wilson had a Dotson, 
Just imagine what he could do with a Dotson, with a Crowder in the slot, with a Jordan Reed. Not, not even knocking Jimmy Graham because he has a tight end, but even based on last year when we had a Deshaun Jackson, a Pierre Garçon, like you give a guy like Russell Wilson these kind of weapons, you <laughs> the sky is the limit. Well, that, tells you that's why the Seahawks are a contending football team. That's why every year they have to be in, in Super Bowl contention because no matter how many steps back this defense is taken, no matter how bad the receivers around them get, no matter mm-hmm. how bad the line in front of them is, and always is. What's the one Russ consistent thing? Exactly. Russ mm-hmm. is going to put the team on his back. Playmaker. Every week they have a chance. Every mm-hmm. week. There will never be any games like we're talking about this game right now, us three, talking about this is going to be a shit show. No. There are no shit shows in Seattle because they have Russ. Oh. Russ not checking down on no third and ten, bro. Look. Russ is going to go get that ten or he's going to throw it up, try to get a flag downfield or make a play. You got to be a playmaker, man. You're the quarterback. You gotta play to win. Yes. Like play, like play to win. We playing a punt. Like you <laughs> out here playing to make sure you don't turn the ball over. That's ridiculous, man. See the 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 tough thing is, you know, and this is like the most dangerous type of quarterback who can get out the pocket is Russ scrambles and throws the ball. Mm-hmm. He doesn't always scramble to run. Russ is excellent, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I know he's cheesy as hell. All right, I'll take field. cheesy. He's you the win cheesiest it. guy off the field. I'll take it. On the field, man, that guy is a dog, man. Yep. Always has been. I got so much respect for the way that guy plays. He's tough as hell. Seen a guy go out there and get, take beatings. That's why when I hear this crap about O-Lions, and, oh, well, he's, th- oh, he's getting the ball away early because he's not comfortable. It's like, yo, I see top quarterbacks playing behind crap O-Lions weekly. Tell me the last time Russ had a good old line. Like I, couldn't, I, could, I couldn't tell you. Not even a Super Bowl year, really. Couldn't even, I couldn't tell you. He gets his ass kicked out there. Mm-hmm. Last year, didn't he, hurt, didn't he mess his ankle up early in the season? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take that shit up and still kept running. They got, I mean, still threw the ball around. Tough as hell, man. And mm-hmm. the last time we faced Russ, that was that Monday night game. Ate us up. And Russ just kept making plays. Yep. Like, to me, this is what a franchise, a quote-unquote franchise QB looks like to me. That's, this, these are, this is bar for it. I don't want to hear about Derek Carr. I don't want to hear about Kirk Cousins. It's like, no. It doesn't matter what chaos is going on with the team, who's hurt. We got a chance to win the game. Like, my thing is, you know our quarterback. <laughs> See, I'm only saying this about Kirk because this is how highly I think of Russ. There are certain QBs in this league that regardless of who is out, no one says they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. No one just stamps it. Oh, you got just a match. They might give you an L. You can take away their number one receiver, number two, their left tackle, right tackle, best pass rusher on defense. Mm-hmm. Still might give that ass an L on Sunday. Yep. So, <sighs> it's going to be tough. because Yes, it is. is you know, Doug Baldwin is excellent, man. He is. And, and trust me, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to take a shot at the, their weapons earlier. I, I respect Doug Baldwin. You know, he'll gas you on Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> Doug Baldwin I like Doug Baldwin. Keep talking that? spicy about yeah, Doug we just Baldwin. Died. Who is that he was going at? Was that Mac Irvin? That was Chris Carter. Chris mm-hmm. Carter. We just died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They hold a grudge. So, I mean, look, they don't even have a run game. No. Look, this, is, this is the thing. They don't even have a run game. Russ, let me tell y'all something. Their leading rusher is still Chris Carson, who ain't played in weeks. <laughs> Russ is what six? Eight, Russ is fourteen yards away from beating their from being their leading rusher, bro. Like, come on, man. I don't want. And all we hear Skins fans talk about is injuries and no running game. But look what this guy does. Yeah, they're, they're the worst running team we'll face this season. They're twenty first in rushing. The only team we've played so far that's worse is San Fran, and they're they're only one spot back at twenty two. So, in mm-hmm. San Fran, sucks at everything. Yeah, definitely. yeah. You know, <laughs> look, I, I think this is just my always been my point, man. I know people want to give quarterbacks certain amounts of money because oh, who else are you gonna get? It's like, yo, I want a quarterback. If I'm gonna give you all these dollars, I want someone who it doesn't matter who's out. I ain't gotta shake your hand when we lose two by two touchdowns, man. Mm-hmm. Pat you on the back. You did the best you could. You put up 19 points, son. Good job. 
<laughs> oh man, you can take you man. can take Russ into the free, the freezing cold that game in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They played like crap. Yep. yep. When it came crunch time, who made the plays? Yep. The playmaker. It's always him. I've been literally seeing this guy do this since he was a freshman. It's a playmaker, man. It doesn't matter how bad his team is, what the elements are, who the quarterback is on the other sideline. The guy faced Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in the Super Bowls. He's beaten Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He was an interception away from beating Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in back. Yep. Jeez. We're talking about a hell of a player, man. Yep. So. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, be a long damn <laughs> Well, like, I, I don't even want I need to talk about the other people because their old lines. You got Paul. When Paul says no doubt, he's lost for words, man. Because, man. It's, 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 like, it's true. What more can I say? <laughs> The list of QBs I take over Russ is short, man. <laughs> yep. It's short. Mm-hmm. Like, because I know it doesn't matter what the scenario is. See, the Eagles fans are talking about this mess. Russ is going to go into their stadium and put their asses. Gino, <laughs> do not run the Russ. Don't run the Russ come January. You are going to be He will. He's going to put your lights out in your season, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get worried when I see QBs like this. Then I look at my QB and I go, he wants how much money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. And I know that makes Paul mad when I talk about the quarterback like this. But... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why am I getting dragged into this? <laughs> I'm not dragging you into it. I'm just saying, like, look, Dak is a decent quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Dak didn't play that well on Sunday. They have a great running back, great run, run block and O-line, so they win the game, right? Mm-hmm. Russ ain't got none of them things. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Like, he doesn't have – he hasn't had a running game in, like, three years. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had an O-line in, like, four. They gave him a tight end who ruptured his patella Paul Richardson has been hurt since they drafted him, basically. Mm-hmm. Lockett, Lockett got hurt like midway. Like, didn't he hurt towards the end Lockett of the year? Is, Lockett is always hurt. But he yes. broke his leg on the same day when Mariota and Carr broke their legs. So what was that, December? Was it Christmas Eve? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been him and Doug Baldwin whooping your ass on a regular basis, man. That's it. And their defense is good. It's not four years ago when their defense was great. Mm-hmm. The one constant because Richard because Earl got hurt, right? Yep. Earl's been hurt. Yep, they've had guys hurt on defense. Only guy that's been constant, Russ. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, Cliff, you said it all, man. Just uh, their offense is hard to beat. Just like much like the offense we saw versus Philly, when you have one guy that's just gonna make play after play after play for you, and 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 uh, he just beats you in so many ways. Like he, like you said, he's not afraid to go deep. He's pretty accurate on his intermediate. He can ex- extend the play with the best of them, and he can just take the ball with his feet for like thirty yards whenever he wants. Just uh, yep, give, give him a crease; he'll take it. And he's fearless. There's no fear. Yep, yep. Doesn't care what five old linemen are in front of him. Like you said, Paul, you give him our line. I promise you, Russ would be like, "Okay, fellas, let's go. I'm gonna make this let's play. go. Oh, I'm gonna can, make this play." Can you imagine if Russ had Trent? Good lord! No, no. I'm talking about you. Give him. The old Clemmings. one he got on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying in general. Can you imagine if he had our regular starting on five? Like, oh man, he, like Trent he, Laval, Sheriff, Moses. league MVP. He'd be league MVP. He Numbers still will be, be through the roof. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the the case has been made, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I know the listeners are going to be like, "Why are you talking about wrestling?" Listen, there are only a certain number of QBs who, when I watch them, I'm like, "Wow, that is what you want in a quarterback." Mm-hmm. Russ has been doing this since 2012. The guys he got drafted with, Luck, Luck's career might never be the same, it sounds like. That's my guy. The other guy taken, we know who that is. <laughs> He's not doing radio guest spots. Oh. Walm. <laughs> He's calling other radio stations now. 
the oh. guy drafted in the round after him wants more money than he makes. Mm-hmm. Russ been to two Super Bowls, man. Mm-hmm. This shit don't make no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be straight. I gotta be real with you guys. Oh man. Well, let's move on to our key matchups for Sunday. We're just going to pick a player on Redskins and a player on the Seahawks, and we are going to talk about that matchup and why it'll be so key to the game. Cliff, I'm going to let you start this one off. Uh, I got Doug Baldwin versus Kendall Fuller. Doug Baldwin plays in the slot a lot. I think he's in like 51% sna- uh, slot snaps. Kendall Fuller Kendall Fuller is a hell of a player. I know that's Corey's man. Mm-hmm. To me, you obviously, Russ is a problem, but – he, Baldwin is his safety valve, man. He goes to Baldwin anytime there's trouble. So, and he's gonna, Kendall Fuller's gonna see him a lot. So, I gotta go Fuller versus Baldwin. That actually should be a very good matchup. Definitely. They should have a good little battle. Um, if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna stick with the defense, I can't really pick one specific player, but speaking of Russell, I'm gonna go with Russell versus our linebackers just for the simple fact that, like we kind of mentioned earlier, Every time we play Russ, he kills us with his feet. He extends the play. Zach Brown is going to be very key in this game as far as keeping Russell in the pocket and not allowing him to get out the pocket because, like we've seen with Wentz, if you let these mobile quarterbacks get out the pocket, it's probably curtains for our defense. So, for me, it's going to have to be our inside linebackers going against Russell. So, that's probably going to be Zach Brown and Spate against Mr. Wilson, man. Got to keep him contained, keep him in the pocket, and just hope for the best. I'm going to go ahead and say one that's probably a little bit underrated at this point, but one that needs to be talked about. I'm going to talk about center, Chafer Zerulier versus the Seahawks defense. I'm talking about all of them because the Seahawks aren't really a defense that show you a lot of looks. They generally like to be sound in their assignments and just be better than you on your offensive players. They're just not a throw a million blitzes at you, but you've realized in the past year, I'd say, with the defense slowing down a little bit, athleticism-wise, age is getting up. They're throwing more looks at you. They're blitz you a little bit more. And you're going to be playing with guys who are new to the locker room. You're a second-game starter in the NFL, but you're going to have to call up these fronts. You're going to have to call assignments. You're going to have to get all these guys in the right spot. And on top of that, you're going to have to do that in the most raucous stadium in the NFL. you got to keep your composure and keep your cool and make sure that everybody is where they're supposed to be and that everybody knows their assignments. So Chase Rullier. Good luck on Sunday. It's going to be a tall task for you, but I got faith in the young man. Do the damn thing. He's got some bullies in front of him. Richardson. Yeah. Jaron Reed. Roll Tide. Um, I know what. <laughs> just don't pick no fights with Frank Clark. <laughs> hey, oh, big no. up. I didn't get Frank Because he might get thrown down some steps. Womp, womp, womp. Wait, he didn't. You talking about what he got kicked out of school for? Yeah. Shout out like, to Frank, man. Go blue, baby. He didn't throw her down some steps. We we, I don't want to get into the case. Up, man. We, we got to bring it up. up. I, he brought up Frank. I Sorry, that was Frank. a that was a that was in poor taste. I, should, I, I think you I think you mixed him up with another. <laughs> I think you mixed up with another assaulter. I think another uh, Mason Blue. I don't want to get into yeah, Frank Clark's case, but <laughs> I just want to fact check us for the record. I think he like threw her threw her up against the wall at a hotel. Yeah, isn't that terrible? You should get kicked out of school for that, right? Come on, Frank. I think that was his. I think he was like choking her. Whatever. It doesn't matter, yeah. I mean, it does matter. It does matter, but it does matter in this context. That does matter, but just don't pick fights with Frank Clark. Moral is No. Well, status face. No, if you're a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's clear that, well, we won't get into that. Let's get into 10. Let's get into first and 10. All right. Tonight we're going to do a new segment called First and 10. I'm going to rattle off 10 questions in under 60 seconds. The guys are going to answer them as fast as they can. Yes or no answers. Keep it to a sentence. Keep it short. Let's do this. All right. Corey, Doc's going to get a touchdown this week. No. Cliff, how many of the original starting five are going to suit up on Sunday? One. Mm. Corey, more catches, Chris Thompson or Vernon Davis? (laughs) Chris Thompson. Cliff, how many sacks on Russell Wilson? (laughs) Three. Corey, over under 50 rushing yards for Rob Kelly. Under. Cliff, over under f- 2.5 interceptions for Legion of Boom. Under. <laughs> Corey, how many sacks on Cousins? Four. Cliff, over under false starts by the makeshift offensive line. 4.5. <laughs> under. Corey, mm. will Cousins surpass 2.5 or 250 yards passing? 
No. Cliff, how many passes of 20 yards or more by Cousins? Zero. Damn. <laughs> and that's the 10. Hey, the zero was the quickest. That was the quickest answer of the 10. Zero. Cliff almost Damn, sounded, sounded insulted that I asked him that. He was like, I just want to clarify. Zero. You mean like the ball travels 20 yards or the... Yes, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, the ball oh, travels more than oh, zero. That's easy, zero. Yeah, zero. So no shots taken? Damn, after you said I'm going to take shots, no shots taken. The ball has to be completed, right? I, I, I did say how many passes, I mean, so I'll, yes. I'll take a shot downfield. Well, I got no, no shots downfield, Cliff. You said zero. Stick with that zero, Cliff. Oh, I'm sticking with right. zero because he said completed the R team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so mm. – it sounds like we know which way the predictions are going to go. <laughs> we got to make them anyway because we just got to. So, Corey, go ahead and start us off. Prediction, oh, hot man. take. Well, <laughs> like I always tell you guys, and I don't want to sound like a Seahawk caper, I, this is, I just enjoy watching Seattle play. I love how they play football. And ever since I've seen this game on the schedule, I just knew this was going to be trouble. I think we honestly have no hope on Sunday. I think it might get ugly. The defense will probably keep us in the game early on in the first half, but at some point they're going to wear down just like they did on Sunday versus Dallas. I'm going 27-13 Seattle. (sighs) My hot take, Chris Thompson leads us in rushing and receiving. Not having a hot take, but yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's going to get damn near certainty at this point. Yeah, well, that's that's all I get. That's all I got for the people. <laughs> Chris Thompson's going to have eighteen catches for like thirty-eight yards. Yep, <laughs> and, eight, and eighteen carries for forty-six. <laughs> um, you know, under Gruden, these games we we don't get blown out in these games. We really don't. Last couple of years, the games seem to have a certain theme to them, though. It never feels like we're going to win. Like, you were behind, right? The games are close. You're like, wow, we're one possession back. But it never really feels like we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the case here. Um, I say close early. They pull away second half. You get your standard garbage time touchdown from our offense. And we lose 24-16. Mm. Another field goal fest. Uh, hot take? We stink. So, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, whew, this is good. Paul Richardson. I think he's going to have another big week. Mm. Paul Richardson. Oh, no. And our boy Quentin Dunbar this week. Mm. So, I'm going to give him uh, 100 yards and a touchdown for Paul Richardson. All right. I've had a bad feeling about this game. I've had a bad <laughs> feeling about this game since the last the schedule came Seattle, out. like it, four <laughs> years ago. Just Seattle ain't the Seattle that we once knew and hated. They're not the Seattle of 2012. The players are different. They're not as good. But just going up there amidst having all these injuries and uh, just – the team just seeming just on my part just deflated. Just they they seem like the energy that existed around this team after the Oakland win it has all but evaporated. Mm-hmm. I because you got people talking about this team not even being good. Like we, we were talking about this podcast a month ago that this team if they kept it up could go to Super Bowl. No, I mean nobody's saying that now. This team might actually be bad. Like that's the one eighty we've done. Going up to Seattle, they're going to be loud. They're going to be hyped. They just had a big, a huge win on Sunday. And I just don't see any way outside of a Green Bay-esque game by Cousins on Sunday that we pull this off. I don't see it happening. And like Corey said, it's, it's going to get ugly. I said 40-burger a month ago. I said 40-burger earlier in this podcast, and I'm sticking to it. I'm going to say Seahawks 45, Redskins 24. Just, Jesus. Just, I'm surprised you gave us 24, honestly. That's just crazy. Like, hey. our defense matches up so pretty well against them, man. I don't know, but I feel like our, our defense just struggles against quarterbacks like Russ. He's not going to beat himself. 
<sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, I, I mean, just... it's your prediction. Yeah, no, I just... obviously. I, I do think that our defense. I mean, we can say they struggle against quarterbacks like Russ, but our secondary is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea that someone, a team, is just going to like run over us, like with no run game, mm-hmm. I got a hard time seeing that. I think that's why I think it's just going to be a, a it's going to be a close game that isn't actually as close as it seems. Mm-hmm. Where we're just like we're down ten, and we get the ball, but it's like we're not going to win. Just a bunch of three and outs, Cliff. Yeah. We're just not going to win the game. It's, you mm-hmm. know. And then it's going to be like 24, <laughs> 24 10 or some shit, and we'll get a garbage touchdown at the end. Mm-hmm. What's that hot take, Paul? Yeah, what is the hot take? My hot take Eddie Lacy gets his first 100 yard game. Oh, my God. Eddie Lacy? Since, hey. se- since September 25th of last year. It's funny you say that because. Pete Carroll in his press conference earlier said, we will see a lot of Eddie Lacy this week. Pete Carroll has said that like five times this week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that nonsense. You know how many times he said that? Pete always says something that does the opposite. He, oh, like, I play daily fantasy. You know how many times <laughs> I've heard him say, well, you know, we're going to go 50-50, Eddie Lacy, Thomas Rawls. Oh, we like the way Eddie Lacy looks. He's going to get carries this week. No, mm-hmm. he's not. Who's that, that guy, McKissick? Yeah, McKissick. Those are the kind of backs that always give us problems. Yep. Guys like him. What's ain't the other dude's name? Up, ain't nobody uh, worried about no Notre Dame. Procise. Yeah, Procise. Is he, is he healthy? Because he's never healthy. I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard much from him this year. <laughs> yeah, Procise is banged up. Yeah. Yeah, he's been banged up since he got to the NFL. <laughs> That's because he's actually a wide He was a wide receiver in college. Uh-huh. Yeah. You should Look, destroy Michigan. I don't think it's that our team is bad. Right. Our team isn't <laughs> bad. Our team is probably a team with an eight and eight ceiling. Then with you, when you add the injuries, you end up looking like a six win team out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, this I... is what brings me back to the person in the center. Because at some point, when are you going to take us and make us look better than we are? When are you going to be the playmaker? Can you when be the reason we win one game? When is he going to have a? F- I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, no, we, because I, no, because I think this is fair. I don't think it's an unfair criticism. I hear you could. It's just of you know someone who wants to be paid mm-hmm. the highest salary in the league. Mm-hmm. He wants this. I I don't know. I'm not making it up. That's what he wants. And I'm not knocking him for that. Get your money. But with that said, we shouldn't be paying him that money with the way that he plays and the lack of plays that he makes. <laughs> you, you, you just don't pay guys that perform like Cousins does top five money, man. You just don't do it. And it's not hating. He doesn't, he doesn't perform up to that contract, period. He's not worth $24 million. And he damn sure is not going to be worth the 34 we're about to tag him for next year. But he's going to get it. But we'll save that for the end of the year. Whether I think he's good or not isn't even relevant to me. It's like if you want to get paid, if you want to talk about how good a quarterback you believe you are, then I need there to be games where the team is not healthy. That you carry this team to a win. Can you do it? I'm not saying do it every week. Can you do it once? I don't think I'm asking for much. Yeah, it was. No, well, it was. It was when it was windy. Yep. Yeah. It, it. <laughs> it's always something. No, it's always it's always something. It's always like, oh, we're banged uh, up. Oh, we're this. It's like, yo, but you're out here. Mm-hmm. You are out here. I've seen Brady out there with no one, no O line, Gronk out. No wide receivers. I've seen all the top QBs do it. You want to get paid like a top QB? Then you need to show up in a scenario where our season is on the brink. That's where our season's at at this point. It's on the brink. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? You going to throw the ball at Chris Thompson 16 times a game? Yep. Well, see you at the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Cliff, good point. Well said. I mean, uh, Mm, with your season on the line, with a game that you probably 
need to have if you want to keep any of this momentum going from the early season into the into the late season and make some sort of a playoff run, you gotta have it. And if there's a spot for him to show up, god damn it, Sunday in Seattle at Central Link Field. I mean, you're so banged up. You want this you want this bag, you want this thirty four million dollars, give me a thirty four million dollar effort. Just give mm. it to me on Sunday. Cause we're gonna need it. Just when you just repeated that number, it I just mean, sounds we, crazy. We needed, we, but the thing, it doesn't sound like our O line is going to be healthy anytime soon, right? That's not what it sounds like based on what we keep hearing. It doesn't sound like Trent's going to be out there. But who time. gives a damn? That, that's my whole point. So we need you to step up in November. This is what our season is on the line this month. Gosh, you don't step up. We're not winning any of these games. We're not. Like I'm being real. That might include Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. If we're still this shorthanded, we're not winning any of these games. Oh, you know the Giants already know they can come in here and win a game anytime. They did it last year when they were playing for nothing. I don't care what their record is. You best believe they probably feel like they're gonna come down here and get a Vic. Mm. <laughs> Man, don't even get started on that one. Let's. Oh my. No, yo, we play them this month. We got four big games oh. this month, man. Jeez, all conference games. Five. No, oh, sorry, five. This is the season. All, this is all conference games. This is the season. This November is the season. Kirk, you want to get paid? This is where you make your money, man. Yeah. Got to have it, man. Well, that's all I have for you guys tonight. Thank you so much for being with us once again. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 50gutblog. And on Facebook at facebook.com backslash 50gut. And another reminder, follow us on Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, and iTunes. The podcast is out there, so tell a friend, tell a friend. Like, subscribe, review. Five stars, please. No, nothing scathing, nothing terrible. I know we hurt, hate Kirk, but don't give us one star because of it. But, uh, I, don't, I don't hate Kirk. I, I hate Kirk don't, out here, man. Don't, don't no, but see, trust me, you know the there's hive, somebody man. in the hive that's listening to this pod. They're like one star. Hey, man. These look, motherfuckers are the worst. Look, man. You pay, listen, we're out here paying Trent Williams big left tackle money. But why is he getting that money? Come if on. Trent was playing like the, like a decent left tackle, he wouldn't be happy no. with that. Of course not. So how dare I ask a lot of the quarterback oh, who man. wants to be the highest paid QB in the world? Can you act? Can you play like that one time? Oh man, Trent gets top five money because he's a top tight. He's a top left tackle, if not the best. Kirk, you get paid top five money to check down. Again, five stars, please. Thank you, <laughs> 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 guys. Thanks again, man. I'll see you. Holla. Bye.